All right, guys. Welcome to the Voiced Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Sabiaga. So, for today's episode, uh, we brought a local within the 805 who's been making a lot of noise recently, and I'm excited to bring them aboard and also uh, get to know their stories. So, I'm actually, uh, it's, it's really funny because uh, we've been trying to reach each other and then um i had a little bit of difficulty setting up so they got to see the process so we're trying to figure out what do we talk about without talking about what we want to talk about <laughs> so it was really funny um but with that being said i have the founders of gordo's hot chicken we got um Mar- uh we got mario alex and alan here welcome in guys how are you guys today pretty good doing pretty fine good. doing fine cool 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 i'm i'm very honored for you guys uh, to take some time here especially waiting this long we got a little disrupted been a busy day yeah but uh um yeah man i'm excited for you guys in here so i'm um, excited to hear what your story is about and get to know a little about um your food business as well so with that being said let's get into introduction about you guys you know each of you will start with uh, uh alan as well just uh, and we'll just go down the line from there for sure uh, so my name is Alan Macias. Um, I graduated from Cal State Long Beach this past 2020 in the summer. What did you study? I studied uh, marketing and mm-hmm. I minored in economics. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so my name is Mario Torres. Uh, I also graduated in 2020, mm-hmm. December of 2020. I got a marketing degree and um, I did a lot of uh, cool clubs at CSUN. Uh, right I was a marketing director for the marketing club, the multimedia club, and then the treasurer for jiu-jitsu. So you know, it's all been helping. Yeah. Okay, and I'm Alex Hernandez. I graduated in May of 2020 from CESA, and I studied, studied communications, and I have a background in, like, public relations, human resources, a little bit of marketing. Nice. Um, yeah, so pretty much throughout school, just joined a bunch of clubs, mm-hmm. and then I nailed a, a pretty cool internship, uh, working in the private sector, and pretty much just handled, like, marketing for that mm-hmm. company, and pretty much lasted there for over a year yeah eventually brought on as a part-time associate so oh. that was really that was really fun okay. so yeah. so before we get into the transition into go to hot chicken yeah. right, i just want to acknowledge for anybody listening right we're we typically we're all, we basically studied all almost in the same field yeah, yeah. yeah communication and marketing so it was, we're very much in the same field so uh it's very interesting I'll get into the story for you guys how you guys got started with um, Gordo's Hot Chicken. Like, how did you guys come about with the idea? I mean, you guys were, you guys graduated recently, yeah. like last year, yeah. but how did you guys get into the, um, you know, decide, hey, let's let's do a food business together? So we, all three of us went to school in LA County, right? So we went to Northridge, we went to Long Beach, and over there in LA, there's a lot of hot chicken spots, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we, you know, all of them. Yeah, um, yeah. So we, me and him, since we went to Northridge, it was a lot around our apartment. And he, I mean, he lived in Long Beach, so he would go all the time. Yeah. Okay. So, so it was it was easy to see that there was a lot of hot chicken in Los Angeles County, but there wasn't right. any in Ventura County, mm. or if there was, they weren't very known, you know. So, uh, it was during the pandemic. Um, we were all playing Xbox. Uh, nice. We were playing Grand Theft Auto, I think. Okay. And okay. we were in a party, and uh, we were just talking. It's like let's start a hot chicken business here. You know, me and him already knew we wanted to do a business we were thinking of a marketing firm okay but um mm. i mean he had always worked with food and yeah. i mean nice nice we nice. we we had talked about opening a hot chicken over here and then he i mean obviously he knew about hot chicken so we we're like let's run it let's try it out and there was a almost a year ago so it hasn't even been a year yeah. so right now is april as of yeah. recording this yeah. so before or actually you guys started around what summer no so our first selling day was April 20th, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. That was our first selling day. But okay. to start, when we started brainstorming, it was March, right? March. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. But nice. Technic- technically, our first selling day, like our first anniversary is April 20th. So oh, okay. Six days away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So how did you guys uh, facilitate the roles? Like who did what or how did that go about? Yeah. So I guess it just came naturally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, like me, right? I, I did marketing. Mm-hmm. The, I was... I was setting up uh, a corporate route, I guess you could say. Like, okay. I was doing all these clubs, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was doing the directorships. I wanted to go into marketing for, like, corporate, mm-hmm. right? And then I also liked the uh, art. But, like, I would I would spend my free time doing, uh, like, Adobe Illustrator and mm. Photoshop. I love Adobe. So, yeah, uh, you can do so <laughs> much with it. So, I knew, like, marketing-wise, I could do all the assets. I could do all the a lot of the marketing. Uh, I take all the pictures, you know, I, I knew how to do pictures. So, like, 
naturally I gravitated to that. And then, well, uh, throughout the whole process, I've been assisting him and, and kind of just, uh, I feel like my specialty would be PR and then just crafting up the captions and copywriting. Yeah. yeah honestly, okay. Just because I feel like that's one of the hardest tasks on there. It's like right on as simple as it sounds like a caption is hard to come up with. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Especially, yeah. um, sorry. No, no, uh, go ahead. Yeah. One of the things is like, so we don't post too often on the page itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we do post, it's a lot of information that needs to be put out specifically like when we're cooking, what times, what times should he order? So it, all of that nice. can, and, and, creating a caption for it while still being creative and still being cool and and abiding by the tone of voice it's mm-hmm. yeah so that's a, a big thing yeah because i i work with a bunch of clients too and one the biggest uh, i would say the biggest one of the challenges i've had is also creating the captions like how, do, how can you get creative yeah. with a picture i mean the video is a little easier to describe yeah but like a picture what are you going to say about it yeah and it's like um Personally, I sometimes overthink it. I'm like, is it mm. saying too much? Is it saying too little? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Alan? Uh, so me, I've always had like a sales uh, aspect on mm-hmm. it. So day-to-day sales, just, you know, just kind of that part of the marketing. Okay. That, that that's an interesting dynamic that you guys have and combined together. But none of you guys have ever like cooked or anything? Or? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Let's go right here. Okay, well, so what's, what's your experience? Though? Let's let's okay. dive into it. Perfect. So uh, I've been kind of like in the food industry my whole life, okay. pretty much. Um, it all started back in like 2012. Right on. Uh, pretty much my parents took off to, to LA for the day and come <laughs> back with taco grills for oh. catering. Ooh. Uh, Sounds like, good right Yeah, now. a week later, <laughs> uh, we had our first gig. Mm-hmm. And pretty much been doing catering for like small events, birthday parties, like baptisms, uh, weddings, and even some corporate events where we're just catering tacos. And what's cool about it is that we do it on, like, and and it's popular in LA, but it like it strives from like deep into Mexico where it's mm-hmm. like you have your apastor and you're slicing on it. So right, pretty right, much, right. yeah. Uh, so we've been doing that since 2012, uh, and it's still going on today. So it's fun. Uh, after that, I worked in a restaurant for a while, so I was a server. But pretty much in that restaurant, if you're a server, you're doing everything too. Yeah. You're doing, you're kind of managing at some points. If it's too slow, you're in the kitchen trying to do, trying to pump out your orders too. Right on. You're cleaning up whatever spills are, there's out on the on, on the floor. Uh, yeah, and then after that, pretty much took everything I knew from being in a restaurant into and applying it to the chicken now so that's awesome yeah. bro I'm, that, I'm, I'm glad that you had the experience because yeah. then you guys are able to put this idea exactly. together yeah. mm-hmm. you know so uh with that being said i mean with with the ideas you guys had i mean what did how did you guys know what exactly to put in into the food or even like the food products like yeah. how did you guys think about it so um just recipes and then you you start off with a recipe that you think will work mm-hmm. and then it's just all about adjusting that recipe because i feel like since day one we've done nothing but improving the recipe itself like okay you compare like even the piece of chicken from today up in uh from back in day one like every day there's like a spice adjustment or a crispiness adjustment like say we got just this in the batter we got just yeah. this in the spice itself for sure yeah and um i feel like i i've done that adjustment with everything on the menu so okay. that, that's why i feel like if you try it now mm-hmm. it's just everything it's is, just changing up i mean yeah. I, I got i gotta I, I gotta share with my experience as well so shout out to them um for anybody listening they actually gave me uh their what was it it was a it was a chicken sandwich so it was two, two, yeah so two it was a sandwich, sandwich combo yeah. mm-hmm. and then a little bit of mac i'm a lactose so i had to drink yeah. my pills but yeah, it's okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was still pretty good mm-hmm. and then um uh, the other one was uh fries the fries, yeah, yeah, of course, you know. So, but the the it, it went well with the sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that was cool that um you guys gave me that, so mm-hmm. I got to try it out, yeah, heat it up a little quick, yeah. gave it to my little brother. He said it was pretty good too. Oh, so good. enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but would definitely try it again. I'm not just saying this because my podcast is actually really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, what's you guys' inspiration or like, where have you did you guys have any like um food restaurants that you guys kind of uh you know got your inspiration from? Well, I mean, inspiration I wouldn't. Yeah, I guess, yeah, right. Uh, so one thing we pride ourselves on and we really, really want to care about is our customer service. Nice. Uh, I have, a, like, a joke that says, uh, like, in my family, since we're Mexican, it's mm-hmm. like we didn't try Chick-fil-A till like, a couple years ago, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. for some reason, like, we just love never it. bothered going there. And I loved it. The first time I went, like, the my pleasure and, like, you know, the, all the the manners, you know, like, I, I, I like that a lot. And I was like, we need to replicate that for sure because one it feels nice mm-hmm. two is just like we really care about the customer that much because 
if a customer is giving you t- like 12 bucks for a combo it's like they worked hard for that money you know for that's sure. like an hour at work you know 100 percent. so we really want to replicate that chick-fil-a um customer service uh in in gordles yeah definitely. that's awesome i i love that i mean uh i think that itself grows communities mm-hmm. in long run where it, it you don't just make a transaction but mm-hmm. you're actually taking care of them as well yeah right yeah. so so that that's pretty cool that you guys got that you know and having that sense of customer service is not something a lot of uh restaurants is mm-hmm. willing to accommodate for so that's good that you guys were able to do that yeah yeah you know but um and in the sense of uh um content wise you guys have been growing rapidly yeah right what 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 do you guys think has been working for you guys that other businesses haven't been able to replicate? So definitely, to I boiled it down because I've been thinking why mm-hmm. we so, okay, mean, so two guys in marketing, right? Yeah. So we gotta we gotta yeah. we gotta figure this out. Yeah. So <laughs> pretty much this past weekend we hit ten ten point two thousand followers, right? In right. like almost a year. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I've been thinking like what it's been right, and I've been thinking things we've been doing throughout the the process mm-hmm. and i think i boiled it down to like customer service obviously that's the number one but what matters most is after they've paid you after they've received their food after the transaction's done how do you treat them then mm-hmm. right a lot of the times if we mess up and like we know like they tell us we messed up their order's free and we try to comp them as much as we can because okay okay even though you gave us the money that doesn't mean the the transaction isn't it's done over. you know we want to we want you to feel good about the whole experience mm-hmm. right so caring about after they gave us the money i think that's the n- number one thing because a lot of places once you pay them they don't care like if, yeah for if, sure yeah if they don't give you your their, your fries mm-hmm. they don't really care they already have your money right that's one thing i think that's been helping and also um since day one when people mention us on their stories we reshare it mm-hmm. so people see um it like a lot of people like our food you mm-hmm. know and same thing like okay you give us the money and everything but we still put you on the story and i i don't know i think it's those two big things okay i mean they, they post about you I, I think that's the cool thing about yeah. social media mm-hmm. right it allows you to grow organically just exactly. be, especially when people really love your food and then if you got some people who love you for who you are i think yeah. that's that's where it comes yeah. down to customer service yeah right i think that's when um, brand grow because they'll share about mm-hmm. you and now other people are like hey what's this I want to try that especially yeah. here in 805 yeah, yeah. Honestly, big yeah. foodie place yeah. bro well okay so you recently posted on social media how uh, how um, people it's like a different era right oh you saw my video yeah the, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. and um, that's how that's how we see it right like mm-hmm. I what we try to do is like so it's Nashville style hot chicken right mm-hmm. we try to bring southern hospitality to the food because I'm um, we really care about the customer, right? Like that's our number one pillar, right? Mm-hmm. But we try to be as nice as possible and show them they care throughout the whole process when ordering or anything. It's it, it's becoming harder and harder because we made a rule that no matter what, we have to interact with the customer mm-hmm. at least once For e- sure. in the whole ordering process, right? Love that. that. That might make it a little harder, maybe longer wait times for us to reply, mm-hmm. but that's how we keep the quality control because we want Love the it. customer to know like, we're here. We care about you. You're not just a number. You're not just money. Like you're, a, you're a customer that we care about. Like family, kind of straight up. That's yeah. that's pretty cool mm-hmm. that you guys consider extending that interaction mm-hmm. just instead of just you know reciprocating transactions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. So I mean, if you guys don't mind, I'm I'm curious. Like, how does that interaction look like? Okay. So pretty much, um, let's see from the moment they send the message to us. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like. Well, you got to reply fast because then, like, they, they feel like you're not going to reply to them or mm-hmm. you're not caring about them. And uh, one thing that I can mention is that as important as social media is um, now in this current world, um, like, word of mouth is still really important to us. 100%. Because, most important. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the most important things because let's say a family orders food and they're going to tell the rest of their family about their experience. So if they had a bad experience, then that's someone that we're losing in the future mm-hmm. but if um if they have a positive experience with us and if even, even if something went wrong but if we correct it let's say they were missing a site but then we offer them free plates the next time they, well, they come it, by it's been times where their yeah. orders is more than 100 bucks oh wow and we have to yeah. give it free because okay. yeah we missed up maybe one plate mm. but if they if they gave us 100 dollars of their money like we really appreciate that like the holder's free mm. 
and the next order is free too yeah. so we get it right you that's get me? super yeah. noble and yeah. e- even though it might cost us a lot right now hopefully they see that we truly care and like they'll come back okay and, yeah yeah so definitely word of mouth and just taking care of the people that actually took the time to to contact us mm-hmm. and then just making sure they enjoyed the food and messaging them after mm-hmm. uh, and then one of the best parts about it is when you get a random phone call and it's someone that purchased the food and they call you uh, first of all, your heart kind of starts yeah. pounding yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. because you're like, what went wrong and what mm-hmm. happened? But in reality, they're just calling you to to give you props on how good the give food you feedback. was. Ooh, yeah, love and that. Then, That's awesome. Honestly, yeah. And then that positive feedback just makes you feel like pumped. Like you get excited and you're like, all right, perfect. Like uh, they said fulfillment, right? Yeah, exactly. Because then they explain how they told their husband about it, or mm. they told their their cousins and their family and then how eventually you get another message you're like hey i was referred to your chicken by this group and we want to try and you're like oh it's perfect just tell us let us know whatever you want and then it works out okay cool cool. that's awesome and i'm 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 glad you guys are sharing you guys uh i guess i I would say operations Mm -hmm. right when it comes down to customer service right so when it comes down to marketing extending you guys out is there anything that you guys do you guys think that you guys do differently compared to other food businesses definitely the the customer support Mm. customer service we try to like i said you know like that's one of our main pillars of our business that we want to go above and beyond after the transaction as well um i would say that that alone honestly might put us above a lot of people because one thing we said since the beginning we're putting all of our ego aside right mm. that's gone completely gone we we will work with you no matter what to make sure you're content at the end of the transaction if we messed up gotcha. something it's happened before when people don't explain their order correct to us mm-hmm. but we still and we make it and it, it was wrong even though they told us the wrong order we'll still give them the right order you know because it's just right, right, caring right. about the customer okay yeah. customer experience mm-hmm. okay. and it goes as far as to delivering the proper order once they leave Mm -hmm. because let's say you pick up a plate and then you make it home you realize everything's wrong so now we got to fix it and if it means that we got to deliver a correct plate to you then that's what it means and Mm. and that's just just to get the things right Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome i'm glad i'm I'm glad that we're re-emphasizing on the aspect of customer service Mm -hmm. right because i'm over here thinking like damn like how do they grow so fast you know Mm -hmm. um but that totally goes as far as like you know getting more recognition Mm -hmm. and you know thinking about like how can they remember you the next time yeah i I think it it kind of has an unexpected effect Mm -hmm. because we we micro focus on stuff so we were we were expecting to maybe grow slow because Mm. instead of servicing 10 people we service five very very well right mm. but i think that just they i hope they speak very well of us <laughs> to a lot of people that they just keep coming which is good because we like i said we still micro focus on on everything to make sure the customer service is there nice nice did you are you being a little quiet Alan? Uh, did you have anything you want to add on to this no i'm just curious. everything everything mario said mm-hmm. okay cool because because i actually had the girl recently for uh the episode record for creative spark where we basically uh define what it means for creator what does it mean to create for other creators yeah, right yeah. she said she actually modeled uh her name was alexa oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah? definitely yeah. so you, do you guys work with like influencers or how, how does that work for you guys i mean and as as marketers right so, like yeah. how, how does you guys thought process come about when you guys are you know putting yourself out on social media so for influencers that's that's been a big uh thing we focus on too mm-hmm. we don't like if you have a, a big following we know people care about your opinion more than a random chicken company mm-hmm. right so we tell them hey we'll give you a free plate you don't have to lie you don't have to say anything right just give your honest opinion and you don't even have to post it on your story that's like we just offer them free plates right we don't say there's no no strings attached right mm-hmm. just a free food yeah, yeah honest opinion and most of the people love it you know yeah. they, and it's food right yeah, I mean, shit, if yeah. I, even if yeah. yeah if i was making a lot of money i wouldn't ask for anything like yeah. dude i'm hungry yeah what's up and, <laughs> and it's uh being proactive right like mm. we reach out to people and like it's yeah it might be influencers but not really like I mean, for, it could be micro and ma- yeah, yeah, because yeah. like Some small in the community. For every influencer we get food to, like five plates, we give out to other people that just like no one knows about, right? Mm. Because um, it's been a lot of times where we post something mm. on our on like 
on our page, right? Right, your personal pages. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, well, yeah, we could say personal page, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they say like, oh, I get paid uh, like next next week, right? Okay. And we're like, come down for a play, dude. Like, don't, yeah, you got yeah, you covered, yeah. you know? You did give me that hospitality. I was <laughs> like, wait, how much am I gonna charge, bro? Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll be, I'll give you money. Yeah. And you did say, hey, come back. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize you were trying to give no, me. No, but that's that's a perfect that's example. That's pretty cool. It's not, it's not like specifically for you Mm -hmm. that's how we treat influencers and like non-influencers for sure it doesn't have to be you there's no levels it's just like you said Mm -hmm. the the hospitality exactly modeled from chick-fil-a yeah because a lot of that gets lost especially the digital age everyone's Mm -hmm. moving quick and stuff and it's just like well let's bring back a lot of the stuff that worked in the past like just simple being nice to each other you know okay yeah and it's been working okay so with this being said i mean it seems like we got a lot of experience i'm curious to hear from you guys just some of the best and probably the hardest experience Mm. just doing this thing because you guys are a a trio founders here and obviously obviously you guys all have different roles Mm -hmm. but i'm just curious i mean maybe i want to know what you guys are thought process so we can start with alan all right Uh, definitely the best thing um is seeing when a customer first time they come in order you know, they get the order. A couple hours later, they message you saying, hey, the whole family loved it. Hey, keep up the good work. When are you guys opening up, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So that has to be definitely the best part for me. Okay. Um, that's definitely the reason why like, I'll lo- I love waking up in the morning just to get to work, just to be able to hear like customers coming back and saying, thank you. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, the hardest thing like, for me would, would have to be the, the, the first week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were not prepared oh. at all. <laughs> So the first week, um, we were not expecting it to be that busy. Mm. Um, and you guys did a lot of uh, pre-launch kind of campaigns marketing, in the way, yeah. marketing, yeah. right? To get people like, hey, we're about mm-hmm. to relaunch. What, what did that look like? I'm, I'm just curious. So we would reach out to like, I would say, you know, influencers, micro-influencers, okay. just throughout the, throughout the city, like, oh, the, you know, this, this buddy of ours has 1,000, oh, this buddy has 5,000, mm. this buddy has 25,000 mm, nice, followers. Nice, nice. You know, kind of just skimming the water, you know, we give them a free plate before the launch. Love it. And they would, you know, post it on the story just to create a little bit of buzz for, mm. you know, their friends, their following that's pretty active. And we did that for about a week before the actual launch. And then once the actual, you know, us saying, like, okay, you know, Orders are open. Go ahead and messages. That's when the influx that came in that we just we, we just weren't Love ready it. for. Like Love it, it was, it was it was a scary weekend, but we made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure it, it prepared you guys for the next couple of weeks, right? Yeah. To also, you know, whatever comes your way, you know. And uh, okay, what about you, Mario? So Let's hear about your experience. Like, for sure, the best experience I've had so far. It literally happened this past weekend. Like I, I was, I, yeah, I was thinking about it last night, right? Like I was like, why did I get so emotional about it? Mm. On our story, like towards the end of the day, some uh, a customer posted uh, a story of their whole family eating, and like the mom, mm. the dad, like the whole family was on the couch, like watching TV, and she's all like, "Thanks for the food," right? And posted on the story, and that like when I saw it, like I got teary eyed. I don't mm. know why, like maybe because like family matters a lot to me, and like them picking our food to like end the the weekend. It was a Sunday night. That was, like, probably been one of the highlights of this whole thing. Just, like, it got me, like, teary-eyed, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it felt good. Um, One of the worst moments is just literally the, the first weekend. Just because we, <laughs> it, it, the reason why it was so, it hurts us still is because that's, that food compared to now, it's totally different. Mm. It's a thousand times different, you know? And it it's bad that a lot of people maybe try that food mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, this is bad. And they mm. never came back, you know? Gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'll show you the worst part. Maybe the maybe the worst part is about um, like the first weekend. Mm, well, yeah, <laughs> that for sure. Yeah, especially be- just because you're being overwhelmed and, mm-hmm. and you only have these tiny fryers and you don't know what to do because everything is coming out so late. Mm-hmm. But maybe one of the worst parts is just like setting aside like your whole life. It's not really the worst, but let's say in terms of family time, it's kind of like. I can't make it to this barbecue because I need to to cook up some chicken. I can't make it to to this baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, you missed your uncle's wedding, huh? Yeah, oh, I missed my uncle's man, wedding man. just because to uh, we had a, to cook up chicken that day. So I missed the wedding. I missed the baptism, uh, smoking tenera, and mm-hmm. everything's been small because of COVID. But it's just big things in my life because like um, 
my my family there it's pretty big you know Hispanic yeah families yeah and, all that. and they're always having like something going on mm-hmm. you know whether it's a holidays or a birthday party mm-hmm. or whatever's going on and and they live up north too in san, mm-hmm. san francisco sacramento so it's kind of like saying no to those road trips because yeah. um i gotta be in charge of like recipes and cooking and making sure everything's coming control. out yeah, yeah quality yeah. control is definitely like my biggest mm-hmm. part yeah so that that might be one of the hardest parts of about it so far and then um i tell one of my closest friends it's like hey man if you don't see me it's not because i don't like you it's not because i don't want to be your friend anymore yeah, yeah. it's just because i really don't have time to to come over here and share a beer with you but mm. i mean it's something that i love at the end of the day it's a love and hate relationship mm-hmm. with it because it, you love it because it's it's you and because it's something that you're providing right right yeah but at the same time it has its its thing it's, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's definitely part of entrepreneurship yeah. right especially uh, and then we're how old are you guys i'm 23 22 22 yeah. so so we're at this age where we're pr- pretty young right and then at this time we're supposed to enjoy it yeah and have fun but yet we're over here doing business and kind of taking away time from family and friends yeah, yeah. but that that puts us in the fast track you know because like look look how much we've done so far by the time we're 30 you know hopefully it 100%. compounds and multiplies you know yeah yeah and that's especially tapping back into what you said alex about mm-hmm. having uh uh not just a responsibility because like sure you could drop the responsibility like hey mario hey alan can you take care of that quality control mm-hmm. real quick but instead you're doing it because it's passionate for you mm-hmm. yeah. right it's it's what's it's what's calling out for you and it's something that most people uh wouldn't understand you know it's something mm-hmm. that i experienced recently this week mm-hmm. where i had some friends who kind of conflicted and said oh you would rather do what you do for your business than to consider his family and it's not that you know like i'm trying to dismiss them mm-hmm. it's just that i'm at a point in my life where i feel like what i'm doing is something very important yeah. and fulfilling for me yeah, yeah. so respect you know for yeah. go-getters you know, <laughs> young entrepreneurs so I'm, I'm with you guys yeah, i'm glad yeah. i had you guys on in here yeah. and uh um men, men, not tapping back into you know um what you guys have been able to do is recognizing people's network mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of businesses don't recognize this because you don't have to be big or influential, mm-hmm. but you just have to know somebody who might know somebody exactly. that you can give service to. Mm-hmm. And then you give that southern uh, the hospitality that you yeah. guys do. Yeah. Shit, why would they not repost yeah. about you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. You know, um, OK, well, with that being said, I mean, um, I'm curious about you guys operations. Right. You guys don't have a you guys did have a truck or. Um. I'm curious our, about our food met. truck is getting wrapped on Monday. Oh, yeah, so okay, okay, okay. it's been, let's say, eight months of a process mm-hmm. of permits, um, licenses, approval from the city, and and submitting like everything yet you need to submit to the city in order to obtain the proper licensing. That's, that's yeah, the, so it's been that's a tedious part, right? No, yeah. <laughs> so in a way, we've kind of just been paying uh, to have a, a blank truck sitting at a commissary for the oh, for the for the really over, yeah for like mm-hmm. the last eight months. Because you can't really operate w- unless you have all the proper licensing. licensing. Yeah, and, so. and it's hard to come up with a food truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's trying to get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, we had to pay for an empty food truck for a mm-hmm. while. But it's better to have one. Yeah. Because right now, if you wanted a food truck, good good luck finding one. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Two yeah. years out, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And good luck waiting to build it, too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And having the, the capital on hand to actually mm-hmm. start the process. For sure. Yeah. Can I ask how much that is looking like to just hold an empty truck so it's so what you got to do is you got to you got to get the truck right mm-hmm. and by law you have to park it at a commissary there's a couple in oxnard mm-hmm. but that's like rent every week you know mm. so it's it's the cost of the food truck the cost of the rent and it's yeah. a lot <laughs> honestly yeah it's like as, as it is now we're paying like 250 a week okay to, wow to have it there parked mm-hmm. because uh and even fighting for the parking spot yeah. itself you got like we got lucky and we got help from the commissary owner you know he looked out for us and saved us our location there and mm-hmm. that's the reason why we're still there because there's only commissaries only allowed in oxnard and camry or no uh not camry just no, oxnard no, right oxnard. so there's like food trucks from malibu mm-hmm. that sell out in malibu but mm-hmm. have to drive all the way to oxnard right because by law any food truck has to be parked at a commissary mm-hmm. right so right, it's just right. a lot of costs that it's just part of doing business you know mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it hurts but you just have to pay them well tapping back into mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. most people wouldn't be able to stay that long and be like yo like i don't want to take that extra fee where i'm not doing it yeah. yeah you guys are are in a way kind of uh um taking in all the like 
the, the I want to say suffering. Mm-hmm. It's a little too harsh yeah. to use for the words, <laughs> but more so like taking the hits yeah. Yeah. because you guys see the vision away. But yeah. before I go mm-hmm. into that vision, then I'm curious, like what's keeping you guys kind of like like engaged with that um, in in accordance to just deciding, you know what, I can't, it's just too much, you know? Like, what's what's keeping you guys going? Well, we trust the uh, Gordo's hot chicken, you know? Like, we have faith in it. Like, it's, to me, it's like my baby, you know? Like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've always had faith in it since, like, day one. Love it. It's just, I have enough faith in it. I trust it to where, like, yeah, it's it might suck right now, but mm. it, in the long run, it's, it's totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think... In my my thought to, towards it, it's because it goes back to the taco, the catering events. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, that's been working out for the last twelve years, and as slow as it can be, even throughout COVID, in the end, you end up coming out uh, with new events coming on, new clients uh, messaging you, mm-hmm. and so pretty much my my thought process to it is like if you can make it through a shutdown, then you can make it through through anything that that. Thank you. That comes at you in the future. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, because um, with the tacos, like, it's that was rough itself, but like in the end, like the world moves on and everything comes back to normal mm-hmm. and it's just moving forward from there. For sure. So I feel like uh, if I've been able to be so patient with that over the twelve years, then why can't I be patient with the with the chicken? You know. So, For sure. Yeah. How about you, Alan? I was just you know definitely I actually had this conversation with Mario the other yeah, day. Yeah, um, let's talk about it. Kind of just saying that this is our livelihood now Mm. like this is this is our baby this is what we put our full trust into we said you know we said we're not put we're not taking our foot off the pedal so it's just gas all the way through so no brakes no nothing it's just all three of us just all the way through that's where it's at right and i want to tap back into two things right some of the people that i've talked to who are crushing in their business or just like passionate but like have been consistent with it even through the whole covid they mentioned the same thing Mm -hmm. which is like you got to take care of it like your baby yeah yeah. right it's it's like if you have a baby how would you take care of that would you just let it drop just because something's not working no you'd find a way yeah right it's 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 caring about it like literally like a baby you know Mm -hmm. like if something small is wrong like if your baby, if it had like a 100%. like a stain on the cheek, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it doesn't affect anything. But you're still gonna clean it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's yours. You know, it's the same thing with a company like oh, your brand. You know, like you you truly care for it because you created it since day one, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. And the way it's yeah. evolved into our everyday life has been cool because um, when we started this, like um, I had like a part time like marketing job going mm-hmm. on, so, so I was still 25 hours a week. Mm-hmm. That you had to be on your laptop and and like actually getting like campaigns done and mm-hmm. running reports, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, looking at data all day, uh, and meetings. So then it's like moving from like part of your life devoted to that to now full time devoted to the chicken. It's fun because now everything is revolving around the schedule of the chicken. It's mm. like I can't do this chicken. on this day, yeah, because uh, supplies this day and then throughout the week just working on media and working on ideas for the weekend and what reel we're going to record this weekend mm-hmm. what pictures are we going to take and yeah yeah so we haven't had cool. weekends for Bro. a whole year you know yeah. like literally wow no, no weekends because that's our those are our main selling days mm-hmm. so we haven't had weekends and okay like, literally. so you guys all prepare everything through the weekends and market throughout the weekdays yeah yeah, yeah. definitely okay yeah. so where are you guys uh i, I know you, you guys uh you, I got, I picked up the food from your kitchen. Is that, is that where you're doing it right now? Well, yes. Yeah. So we started home base. You know, like mm. uh, that's uh, we had to start somewhere, right? Mm. So home base was a was a, a good way to start. Um, we definitely one of the reasons why we picked the food truck over brick and mortar is because it was the fastest way to be licensed and legit right, right, everything, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So and even, just, go for it. and even then, like as fast as we thought it would be, it really was not because now we're eight months. Of, after like the initial food truck and everything mm-hmm. and we're still not ready like we're still like well, the last step is just getting it wrapped mm-hmm. but even then like it just takes a long time i i think it's even interesting that when you guys mentioned right like you know if you guys can take on uh, a challenge as as hard as as covid hit mm-hmm. yeah. right making it kind of almost i wouldn't say almost impossible but i would say it's, it presents a, a big challenge, a challenge yeah. Yeah. you know, like that's not something most people are willing to do, mm-hmm. you know, and then you guys are able to come out with that. Yeah. 
I think that's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, because Thanks. it was challenging at first too, especially managing. Because I remember how stressed he was managing his jobs. <laughs> okay, and so then check it. It. let me give a quick rundown, right? So my last semester, uh, I graduated in December 2020, mm-hmm. right? Okay. My last December, I had to take 20 units. So 20 units, right, of uh, capstone courses for marketing. Ah. Capstones uh, are not fun. Two two internships, <laughs> right? Two internships. Ah, look at this guy. Uh, uh, had to lead the marketing club. So I was the thir- marketing director for the marketing club, okay. which is like literally like a third internship. Nice. And then I still had to have a part time. All that going on, and then I still wanted to focus all the attention on the chicken. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Like I look back now, and like I still want to like freak out because it was the hardest moment of my life. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, I wanted this chicken to grow, and I focus on it. But it was it was tough. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then he jokes about PTSD oh. and, and about like stress. And <laughs> it's like, man. I, I had it right after I left. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I didn't. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. Ha- I'm not going to. I'm yeah, going yeah. for masters. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, so then, have you guys heard of this thing? By I don't know if you guys know him, Tony Robbins. He he talks yeah. about jumping the ship, hmm. right? It seems a lot like you guys kind of went in that route. Uh, I know who Tony Robbins is, but I'm not familiar with jumping, jumping the ship. Jumping the ship. So, yeah. like, he talks about um, basically, oh, sorry, not jumping the ship, burning the ship, mm-hmm. right? So, basically, you're burning all your bridges down so that you can just go in that next yeah. boat. Yeah. That, well, definitely, because like I said earlier, I, I don't know if we were recording or not, but I was getting, I was putting my life together to go the corporate route, right? Mm-hmm. I had That's why I had all these internships, all these clubs and stuff. Yeah. And, like, literally, it was like, well, okay, right. so I'm about to graduate. I'm not looking for a job. Mm-hmm. I'm turning down job offers. I'm, I'm like, telling all my mentors and stuff, like, I'm I'm going uh, the entrepreneurial route, you know? For sure. I was burning literally all my bridges, and I was scared, you know, because, I mean, it's scary. Like, yeah, yeah. for these four years, I'm focusing, getting ready to go corporate. And all of a sudden. And yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, to the side, let's, let's, let's jump onto this little yeah. boat. Let's see what we could find, you know. So I definitely I get I get what it means. That's mean. amazing. So I mean, I, I'm just curious. What was that voice telling you? It was, it was, uh, the inner voice having. It's hard to explain, right? Because it's like the Gordon's Hot Chicken, like brand. Like I I drew all the logos, right? I draw all the logos. I take all the pictures. Okay, everything, right? right? Yeah. So just drawing the logos on pen and paper first and then doing it on illustrator and all that i was like i truly truly and deep in my heart i don't know how to explain it mm-hmm. i believe in this like enough to where i'm like you could ask them i i stress out about a lot of stuff easily right <laughs> i like being prepared i like being like an hour early to stuff mm-hmm. because like it just makes me like feel good that all right whatever happens i'm ready mm-hmm. to dump all of like my readiness to go into something that i don't know is going to work it's just an inner feeling where you know, like I have faith in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just an inner feeling that it's like I think it's gonna be okay. Okay. Let's jump yeah. into. Wow, it. that's, that's yeah. I, I can resonate with that. Definitely because like, pretty much the same thing as him, just going corporate and like you're doing all these clubs in in college. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you're in, in a PR and a marketing club and a human resource and a journal- journalism club, <laughs> and then in the end, like you, you like, of course, denying like full-time like positions at marketing like companies and and, and like um, just to to do chicken and people yeah. say that a lot too they're like so you went to school and you did all this and you worked this job for 11 months and now you're just doing chicken mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah it's fine it's pr- i love it yeah. I, mean, I love that reaction yeah. so what, what, what was that telling you bro i mean like do you guys just trust each other you're like you know what we're gonna just fuck it just go for it yeah yeah you because know? like prior to this like like we mentioned this earlier, Mario and I had always we had businesses in mind mm-hmm. and of of to to start, you know. Um, so then, like now, it's like, well, this this is here. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. And, and since then, it's just been everything just moving forward. Have, have you guys been friends for a very long time? Yeah, yeah. 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 Since that thing high school, sophomore year, right? Sophomore high year, school. high school, yeah. And then y- y'all went to China Islands. Too. Yeah, Channel yeah. Islands. Yeah. Shout out to you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We, yeah. Oh, it's easy. Channel Islands over here, man. Yeah, so shout out Channel Islands. Yeah, we got yeah. a couple of people here doing big things. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, what about you, Alex? I mean, uh, Alan, um, uh, what, was, what was that uh, process for you, like, jumping towards here? Uh, it was definitely, I had to put a lot of, like, I, I honestly, like, I'm a, I'm a very religious person. Mm-hmm. So I really, it was just faith. Like, I put my faith in it. Um. There was like so I said I'm a really religious person um so it would it would be to our second week when we were when we went to actually go pick up the industrial equipment for our like kitchen um there was a little like a little sign 
that I caught a glimpse of. And then that's when I like, so I said, I'm like, oh, we're in the right place. Mm. We are all in the right place right here. Like this is the right route we're going towards. Love that. And it's just, you know, it was just definitely my faith. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, uh, being faithful important is an important thing. I think something that you can resonate with uh, in business is something important for me. Like mm-hmm. even, you know, growing my agency right now mm-hmm. is like something that I have to lean towards. Yeah. Because, uh, and on top of that, I mean, it's not just because you have to, but it's because like you just kind of. You want to. You, you trust right? it. Yeah. You trust it. Yeah. You know, so I know we talked about how you guys are, you know, so much more passionate. I could just feel the energy and I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are bringing it here at the voice podcast. Um, I'm just curious, like for you guys to operate only in three weekends, right? Are you guys like cooking or like preparing for the, the other days or how does your operation look like? So pretty much uh, every day during the week, there's something to do, whether mm-hmm. it's to go buy supplies, uh get some supplies ready for some reason Mm -hmm. sometimes meetings uh like getting all our equipment ready every day of the week even weekdays there's something to do right but on weekends is when it's literally the whole day from like early morning till late night Mm -hmm. um so that's how it kind of works the food prepping and all that it's it's done uh a little bit thursday friday saturday and sunday for sure but all the other days is just getting our equipment nice and ready for the next week okay yeah a lot of cleaning yeah like, a, lot, most, a lot of for sure all of monday is just cleaning yeah oh wow yeah. Mm-hmm. Does, does you guys does your parent can be like yo like well, or it's your it's your kitchen yeah, yeah it's my mom so pretty much she's been like super supportive super, throughout the whole supportive. process that's awesome yeah um like she kind of just doesn't really mind mm-hmm. because um my little brother is involved too okay and he does like without him we can't operate mm-hmm. either he's not 16. here yeah. he's, what does he do so his Shout main out. well his main job is the uh, the delivery boy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. so usually got a little, yeah. little part time job yeah, going. Yeah. Usually <laughs> when you dope. yeah when you pick up the uh, the food he's delivering. But prior to that he's cutting bread and he's replying to people, getting people on a on a sheet. So mm-hmm. giving um, giving them their pickup times and then just kind of helping us out with whatever we need. But I feel like uh, he's matured a lot a throughout lot. this whole process. And, like, watching him, like, be who he is now compared to, like, the maybe, like, March of last mm-hmm. year. Just, like, I'm so proud of you. But, like, I, I, but it's something you can't really <laughs> tell him, you know? It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, okay, like, you're, you're finally, uh, like, getting, you're finally, like, like on your little grind and mm-hmm. moving. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because prior to that, he would just, like, help, like, with whatever on the house. And now he's kind of just, like, always on top of things and always just, well, yeah. Well, I'm sure at this point he's also seeing that from you yeah. as his big brother like like you're you're planting that seed in him yeah. of like what's possible yeah. what was the name by the way christian christian yeah. so if you're listening to this, shout out man yeah. you got a little shout out here. <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah uh well, i totally actually blanked on our questions now but um with that being said with our with your operations um how are you guys taking all your orders you guys have like an excel or so yeah. google sheets i believe google that's what sheets? it's called yeah okay. everything on an excel sheet and just that's it. Yeah. yeah, just from the DMs to the spreadsheet for now. But then, mm-hmm. um, that's one thing that we've that I've I've juggled in my head mm-hmm. for how long we're gonna do that because yeah, there's DoorDash, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. But it's like the reason why we still do it the old old school mm-hmm. way is the same thing I mentioned earlier to have a at least one touch point with the customer throughout the whole gotcha, thing. Gotcha, right? gotcha, gotcha. Because when you start introducing DoorDash and all that, yeah, then now you have a third party. Exactly, yeah. and it's. It's hard. It's hard to trust people, right? Mm-hmm. Especially, she, especially someone who's just has no connection to the company. Yeah. So it's cool. Cool. But, yeah. I'm actually have a way for you guys that about with uh, these groups of people I'm working with that mm-hmm. could still do what you guys are okay. operating yeah. with. But you guys are also expanding a team. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like yeah. how how is that looking like right now? It's for sure we're gonna need people, right? Mm-hmm. Like definitely. Um, for sure. First first thing we're gonna do is tap into friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. It's I've read it's the hardest thing to do is to trust other people with your company. Yeah. So we're starting with the people we already trust, which okay. is our friends that's and awesome. family, right? Right, right, right. So that's going to be the first people we tap into. After that, I don't know. It's going to be hard to find yeah. people. Yeah, well, no, for sure. Friends and family. And friends and family. You, once you run out of friends and family. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Well, it seems like we're pretty much reaching our end mm-hmm. base. But before I touch into this, I, I do want to touch into the topic that you mentioned, Mario, mm-hmm. which is like starting the best. Or I don't know. I, I forget. It was either... Uh, Alex or Mario that talked about it, about having a home starting with a home-based business uh, yeah. to start this thing yeah. like especially during COVID it's 
if anything, it's only presented us that during the harsh times, you can make the most out of the opportunities. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it might even be the best opportunities for you, yeah. you know, but you'll never know yeah. until you actually try. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, um, I, I get why home base isn't allowed because the city wants everyone to be healthy, right? They don't want you to do anything mm-hmm. that might harm another customer. Right. For sure. So I get why they're not allowed, but to me, it's like they kind of have to be because you got to start somewhere, mm-hmm. right? We we all have minimum wage jobs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I was scrubbing toilets, literally. Mm-hmm. Like my mom has like a cleaning business, and I would always go help mm-hmm. her because like, well, I don't want her scrubbing the toilet. I'll do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So literally, from going that making like minimum wage to like starting home base and going to company, love it. Home base, like I really, really, truly care about it, and I, I'm, I mean. I I hope there's a way to make it legal, like maybe starting Oxnard. Yeah, yeah. But home base is very important because you all mm. you got to start somewhere. Like uh, some birria Guero, they sold birria. Yeah. Um, uh, we message sometimes, and they were saying how uh, how they also do home base, mm-hmm. and they're blowing up right now, right? Yeah. And they were saying how uh, the dude was saying how we kind of I don't want to say inspired, but like we help them see that home base is is the best way to start. Yeah, but for sure, for sure, like. Whoever's hearing this, uh, do your research first, mm-hmm. but try to go legal. Yeah, yeah, legit as soon as possible. Yeah. But home base is like, how else are you gonna? Yeah, serve? especially you especially if you're passionate about mm-hmm. creating food and mm-hmm. you know serving others. Yeah, and like I, it's it's important because even till now, PPE is the most important thing: mm-hmm. beard masks, face masks, mm-hmm. hair masks, uh, even the face shields. Mm-hmm. We do all that because we have our food handlers card, even though we didn't need it back then. Mm-hmm. It's just because. We're trying to do this as legit as possible, as safe right as possible. Yeah. But like, we don't have millions of dollars or investors mm-hmm. to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So it's, it's literally just get started. Just get started. Self founded. Yeah. Let's and, go. And that pretty much helped us move forward because, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, uh, as being home base, and but now you're able to actually work in the food truck. It's kind of like, uh, like yes, I definitely want to do everything the right way, but I can't just go right and, away and and pay the city like hundreds of dollars for for the permit right away mm-hmm. but yeah definitely now that everything's permitted it feels great but yeah. but you know what? i just i just want to inspire for all the listeners out there that if you are thinking of even just creating your own food or product like start somewhere mm-hmm. right and then figure things out after it because that, that's the road that you're going to come out to it's you know? literally just start mm-hmm. start whatever like wherever whatever and you'll figure it out yeah. like literally you'll figure it out yeah. yeah, and don't worry, guys. I won't tell the IRS. <laughs> None of us here will. <laughs> we'll support you. Just yeah. let me know. I'll yeah. order from you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, with that being said, I mean, transitioning, um, for anybody listening right now, I mean, you know, uh, anybody, supporters, maybe who wants to start their own business, um, I just want to hear from you guys what you guys want to end off with for anybody that might be, um, you know, just listening in. I would say... You really think you have an idea put your faith into it okay cool cool love it uh definitely for me is just get started mm-hmm. anywhere if you if you have an idea draw it out if you if you already have the brand just make the instagram page even just making an instagram ah, page thank you yeah you just gotta get started thank you anything to get your feet walking for sure yeah and uh an instagram page it's definitely important because i remember uh, operating like the catering things for so long without an Instagram page and then once you start an, in- an Instagram page you just tap into so many new potential, potential. clients and yes, then just yes, having yes. your presence there but one of the most important things for anyone listening is pretty much as deep in a hole that you think you can be in and as hard as life can be uh, life only moves forward mm-hmm. and you gotta move forward with it and keep on improving and working on yourself and, yeah, you're and right. that's the only thing that's gonna wait that's a good one yeah. the one thing that I've been trying to apply to my life for like the past few years mm-hmm. that I think has propelled me to do more and believe in myself more is the only person you should compare yourself to is you from yesterday. Nice. And just live your life by that. And so many doors are going to open it's up. funny. I was thinking about that yeah. this morning at 4 a.m. I was like, all right, well, I'm the only person. I'm going to be the only person I compare myself to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? And, and also, uh, sorry. You, you know, okay. Uh, yeah, like living and growing up in Oxford, like there's hardships. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. overcome whatever comes your way because yeah. every, every person has has a rough history or, sure. or a rough event in life. And you move forward and you build on it and you grow from it. Yeah. And 
it gets you to where you want to be in life. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely gonna have to start somewhere, you yeah. know, and then you're gonna go through it. You you grow through what you go through. Mm-hmm. Is what yeah, I've heard, you know. Yeah. And I'm tapping back into it. I, I know we're kind of rising up, but I just thought it was really cool because I'm a marketer, you know. Yeah. Instagram, mm-hmm. a lot of my clients are on it, right? Mm-hmm. And and like you said, just start the page yeah. and see where it grows. Mm-hmm. There's so much potential. Just for anybody listening, for me, my my thing is Instagram isn't just for posting content. It's the only platform right now where you can post aesthetic and entertainment content, or I guess Facebook too, but it's not as modern, mm-hmm. you know, that you can engage with in your local community mm-hmm. where most people are on it more often mm-hmm. stories yeah. right the feeds and then you can message people you can send voice message yeah. right yeah. and literally get their email contact yeah. and figure out where their address is so definitely start up on that yeah. guys yeah um but for that but you know um i just want to end off like how, what do you guys see in the next couple of years would you guys, what's, what's your guys' vision? How does that look? Like, we can start with you, Alan. I would say definitely the brick and mortar. Um, brick and mortar? That's okay. That's definitely in the future. Cool, um, cool. To, I see us still, you know, working it, being there. Obviously, we're going to have our set of employees, but, mm-hmm. you know, us being there is just gives the whole feeling of like, okay, we have the original founders still working their restaurant, mm-hmm. even though they might not have to. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. And it's just, it's just that. That's exciting. Exciting, Alan. Love it. CEO Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, just, I don't know, to me, it's take every day by day, just care about the quality of the food, and that'll speak for itself. Definitely, uh, hopefully, another food truck coming along. Oh, let's yeah. go. Yeah, but just... What city are we looking at? No? Nah, okay. okay. I'll, I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay, for sure. <laughs> um, pretty much... Uh, taking care of every person that walks through, walks up to order, or maybe in the near future that mm-hmm. walks through the door, and making sure that person feels welcomed and appreciated and and happy. Cool, cool. Yeah. Taking care of that, yeah. staying with those values. Yeah. All right, guys. For anybody listening, where can they find you if they don't know yet? Then you must be living under rock. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Instagram, Gordos Hot Chicken. Okay, uh, definitely there. And we have a TikTok too. Okay. Uh, but yeah, just. Mainly our Instagram. That's where you yeah, can find us and reach us. And moving forward, once we get in our truck, uh, the the best way to know where we're, where will we be at is Instagram. Yes. Oh, another thing. Um, anyone who's starting a business or wants advice that you think we could help you with, let us know. Like messages because that's one of the main things we also want to do is like we storm the beach with like all the permits all this all that oh, let's yeah. go so, yeah so like we're we're open to help people like obviously no like cost, i think i know? think that's the most intimidating yeah. part yeah. You know, it's intimidating people. yeah but you still gotta start somewhere you gotta start somewhere you know yeah. i mean you never know where it take you right and we'll reply to eddie yeah. but even if you think it's a simple question we'll reply whether it's on the on the chicken page or on our personal page or email or email yeah. gorgeous yeah. chicken at gmail sure. yeah, that one too. love it love it yeah. okay cool awesome guys we're gonna wrap it up um gordo's hot chicken Alan, Mario, and Alex, thank you guys so much for being here in Voice Podcast. You know, I hope uh, this provides tremendous value for all the listeners out there and also uh, all the supporters who uh, are listening to this enjoyed you guys' story because I know I did. So other than that, guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for having us.